Warning, the following podcast may contain the following offensive words or phrases. Shit. Fuck. Cunt. Pussy. Ass Tom Brady crack ass nigga! Thank you. Welcome to the Weird Buffy Podcast. We're built for comfort and not for speed. Welcome to the Wiz Buffy Podcast, where we're built for comfort. And not for speech. What's going on, brother? It's been another week. It has been another week, man. Oh, Seven man. days in the books. It's been a wild week, brother. Yeah, yeah. Wild, wild week. Yeah, man. I almost had to shed some tears this week, man. Ah, oh, some purple tears, man. Rest <laughs> in peace, Prince, man. Rest in peace to Prince. Uh, yeah, I mean, they just found Prince. Apparently, they found Prince on the elevator in his house. Mm. And um, he had passed away. Uh, so rest in peace, uh, Prince. Uh, all his fans, pretty much everybody's his fan. I mean, niggas. I mean, every everybody always talked that argument about Mike and Prince. Well, yo, all right. Funny enough, do you know why that that I, I think I know why that uh, beef always existed? Beef between not not beef. But that that comparison between Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm. Michael Jackson's masterpiece, of course, is Thriller. It is. A month before that, 1999, which is Prince's masterpiece. That's Prince's Omatic, his Reasonable Doubt, his infamous album. Prince's 1999 came out a month before Thriller. Word. So Thriller doesn't come out. Prince may be the biggest iconic star that we know. So, plus I think that people put you got like especially when we talk about battles and shit, right? Yeah, people put a lot of value on performance. Absolutely. And Mike, I mean, Prince is a great performer, but no, Mike is the, the greatest best. performer. Yeah, Mike's the but best. people love Mike's performance so much that they put him like he's not a better artist than Prince. Absolutely not. Well, yeah, no, no, he's nowhere near as ta- he was nowhere near as talented right, as, right, right, right. as Prince was, but he. I mean, it, it, it. I think just he would have had a big like nineteen ninety nine is big with black people. Okay. Nineteen ninety nine should have been big with everyone. I and agree. It probably would have been because Prince was a rock star. Mm. And it um, but I mean, you came out. You can't come out the same time. It's like putting out your movie the same week as a kid's movie, son. You ain't gonna survive. Or when Get Rich or Die Trying dropped and nobody realized that Freeway had a classic on his hands and shit. Yeah. See, it's it's that sort of thing, man, but yeah. um we lost one this week, man. We did, we did. Um and the only way I th- I think the the most fitting way for the Where's Buffy podcast to pay tribute is to pull out the first pause. Shoot the five of the week. Pim, 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 pim. Hashtag ST5. Hashtag shoot the five. Ah. Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely. Um, I had to do it. That was this. 
Yeah. That was this. Yeah. It, you it, hit that note. That's my that's my Prince impression. First time and last time. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you get you a freak to hit hit up underneath uh, hit, hit up underneath your nuts with that tongue, nigga. You can, that's the note you're gonna hit. Ooh, bitch get from around me. How <laughs> <laughs> you going first? She hits you with that not hit you in that nacho sauce. Nigga. <laughs> in the gooch. <laughs> you're going too far, bitch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh gosh. All right, so you want me to go first? Uppercuts for your face. Yeah, you can. All right, man. Um, my honorable mentions, man. Uh, the sexy MF record. Uh, I always thought that was a dope uh, yeah. record, just because it was a cussing song and it was real, you know, semi-controversial, especially right. for a record that wasn't a rap record to be cussing, man. And the entire, the entire 1999 album is also in my honorable mention because I figured that would be on pretty much everybody's list. Those songs. But um, I'll start with uh, My Name is Prince, and I am funky. That was my joint, yo. That's a video where he was, uh, has ass in his, <laughs> everybody kisses his ass at the funeral and shit. Yeah. He just didn't, yo, he was so, like, like buck the system. Like, mm-hmm. he was he was a revolutionary, man. Mm-hmm. And, and and it it, it showed, he, he was always that. You know what, though? Um, and and niggas, niggas short Prince's... Um, Musicianship, mm-hmm. but my number four record is uh musicology. The baseline in that in that song, um, this is probably his last like sizable single. Okay. People was like, oh, "Prince got a record out," and it was doom, 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 doom. It was, I, I know that. It was a, that that still funk. I love like post nineties funk. Like you, mm-hmm. sh- if you can still put out a funk record and it sound good, I, I can always appreciate that, man. Right, right, right. Um. Diamonds and Pearls, yo. Um, uh-huh. One of my favorite, like, just the, whoever Homeboy was that was singing in that record just was incredible. Um, it was just a good record, man. It had mm-hmm. a big feel to it. Um, you know, that feel you're always talking about. Now, my number two record has something to do more with the music. It was more than the music. It was, um, it's Party Man, hmm. um, which was on the Batman album. Now, okay. in the Michael Keaton Batman, the first one, right, where he did like, when the whole Joker, album. right, but when Joker came out and into the little art museum, and he had all his little crew with him, mm-hmm. and they was going in and they was dancing and whatnot. That was the song that was playing. So there's, it's more of a vibe of that album because of that scene in the movie, and then you couple that with what you, you know, what I mean, it's the Prince, you know, what I mean, funky rock record, you know, what I right, mean, right, right. So you know, and it's always dope. And my favorite Prince record, man. Was to me the blackest, like, like the most record, uh, the most built for black radio song that I thought Prince ever put out was that um I want to be your lover, mm, yeah. that joint that I want to be your lover, right, right, right. And I, like it was just a, it was almost the, the the guitars almost felt like some cool in the gang type. It was, real it funky. was just yeah. it, yes, it was it was it was very like early eighties sounding. It, I love that record, man. It's mm. one of my favorite re- Prince records, man. Rest in peace. What you got, brother? This it's crazy because I want to be your lover is my honorable mention. All right, um, darling Nikki Ooh. is an honorable mention, and. The song is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, but I just remember watching Purple Rain. He's yeah. humping the stage, and there's a <laughs> see Purple Rain came out. I, I, I might have been watching it like five or six and shit. Yeah, and him humping that stage to me was like this nigga's humping the fucking stage. This is awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and then also, I, you know, I mean, like you, hit, you know, a million Nickies. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, 
Uh, let me see. Number five, Diamonds yeah. and Pearls. Good song. I will sing the fuck out of that in my car. Mm, by yourself? By myself. Y'all sing those kind of songs with the windows down? Yeah. I did it. I don't know uh, At lights. And I will look at the people next to me like, yeah, bitch, I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Look a white I'm sorry. In the eyes. No. And number four. <laughs> One name be like, he's ruining that prince. <laughs> Prince ain't really a nigga. See, Michael and Stevie and Magic, they not niggas. See, let me explain myself. What's that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At number four, when yeah. doves cry, mm. that, 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 it's not like a voice. It's, that's guitar. Yeah. That, that was dope. Uh, number three, Kiss. Kiss. Number two, <laughs> Little Red Corvette. Mm-hmm. And number one, gotta have Purple Rain. Gotta put Purple Rain in number one. I mean, that is his iconic song. That is, yeah. everybody knows Purple Rain. I'm wearing a purple suit. I'm a, a purple Are you wearing a purple suit? suit? I'm, wearing a purple, I'm wearing that suit that Jaheim had on the Whitney Houston funeral. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that shit that Dave Chappelle had on. <laughs> you want to come to my house and listen to some music. Nigga, <laughs> so apparently from the stories I've read this week, mm-hmm. that was a real story. Oh yeah, I, uh, that yes, that's a like true that story. happened. Yeah, I'm bugged out. Like I'm in my mind, that was jokes. You didn't think that was real? No, I think all of Charlie Murphy stories was real. Nigga, he was playing basketball. Nigga, he... yeah, <laughs> would you like some pancakes? Like nigga, for real? Would you like some flapjacks? <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he was like yo, computer blue. Yo, shoot it, shoot the J. You know what's crazy though? Mm-hmm. All the, so, I, so Prince. Nobody ever came out and said that he liked the men's and the shit, mm-hmm. right? So, but he just was so he androgynous. So, so he had so much woman in him and shit, right? <laughs> so like, like he was a really feminine man and shit. Yeah. So like, they had this compilation of all the shade that Prince. Y'all seen that, yo? Yo, this dude, yo. <laughs> and I can imagine him having he. I think he's a short man complex. Yes, I think that he had. A, and so when Charlie Murphy said, "This is shirts versus the blouses," <laughs> I can imagine him being infuriated, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he probably like just every. But man, everything I seen about him, like he's a five foot little guy. Yeah, and he's like really angry and really like yo, he's so, an asshole. But like, yeah, by all accounts, that that was the truth. Like yeah. they said, he wasn't like he he wasn't easy to work with. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Unless he was into you. Yeah. Um, I, I posted earlier, and Questlove tells a story. Um, the like Prince, he, he he took a bunch of friends to a Prince show, and when he counted the tickets, he was like, I think he was like a, a ticket short. So he right. had to ask Prince's people for like a ticket. Right. And um, he was they like. They put him on stage and shit. He was like, yeah. He, he sat was like, on stage. cool, but um, I'm going to need you to throw the after party. Right. Right. So the nigga puts on a bunch of. And I, I when I first heard the story, I think I heard the story like during when we had the blizzard mm. a couple months ago. He actually, he actually Questlove told the story and they had like a cartoon. To right. Go and shit. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I heard the story for the first time. Um, for the first time. Went during that, th- that snowstorm, mm. and um, and apparently he DJs a party, and he, you know, he's a pretty big um, James Brown fan, right? Um, Prince is so, and I'm paraphrasing the whole story, um, and so he figures he would be in the fella cootie because 
he, you know, it, that's kind of the funk and whatever. Mm, right. It's like African funk. You right. know what I'm saying? So he he played those records, and Prince made him cut it off eventually because he wanted to hear Finding Nemo that was playing yeah. where they were throwing the party. Right. And he was like, man, this nigga just carried me. You know what I mean? I was trying to get this nigga my best fellow coolie, and I thought it, I was putting this nigga on to some right. fire. Then the nigga says he goes to a Prince party years later. And the DJ by request is playing Fella Cootie. Hmm. But um, if you ever, if, as a matter of fact, if you go back, man, you find some dope, man. You could just sit out and vibe out to some Fella Cootie. It's it's, it's it's some dope records. It's like it's like James Brown records without the nigga grunting on them. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it's not the same though. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. It isn't. But yeah, man, rest in peace to a legend, man. Absolutely. 1968 man. to 2016, Prince, man. We taking up a drink for you, my dude. Absolutely. Yeah. To the purple nigga. Yeah, but we're not drinking purple. This is dark. Mm. Shout out to the third member. Hey, Clown Royal Black. Clown Royal Black. By the way, we have a little spiel that we missed. What are you rocking today, my dude? Uh, today, I um I have a new pickup. I picked up the uh, the Salmon Ladder uh, SB Dunk Lowe's. Um, they look like fish. Yeah, it's the cross. It looks like it's supposed to look like the cross section of a salmon. Mm -hmm. In the front, the back is black, and the check here has the um, scales, like you know, black scales on them. You yeah. know what I mean, yeah. definitely a very bold shoe. Mm -hmm. um, only a nigga that's extra flock can rock them, and mm -hmm. that's why I'm wearing them. Um, what are you smoking this week? So this is a story. Uh -oh. So you had to do some things with with the kid, mm -hmm. and. Um, I was like, well, I might as well go, you know, you put your kid to bed, I'm going to smoke a cigar. So I had to find the closest smoke shop to here. So I Googled it, and it was like, oh, shit, it's right down the street. Yeah. It's the liquor store over there, uh, close to the house or whatever. All right. So I go in there, and I'm like, hey, dude, where's your humidor? He's like, right here. And I'm like, no, dude, I don't want a cigarillo. I want a cigar. <laughs> and no, 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 these are cigars. And he pulls out, like, a pack. And it looks like one of those blunt rat packs. I'm like, no, dude. He's like, no, this is a real cigar. I'm looking at it, and it's a cigar. And an individually wrapped like cellophane, not even a cellophane. It comes like on a cigar. Silver. It's like they set this gold package and shit. Okay. So I was like, oh, and you know what I mean. So that's their humidor. It has like six cigars in it and shit. So I come home. I, so basically, I, I copped a part of this. Um, a little. Uh, it's a Dominican smoke. Okay. Uh, medium bodied. It's pretty good. You, you can get a lot of fake ones when you go to Dominican Republic trying to get a deal on Cuban cigars, but don't be fooled. But the Dominican party is, is very good. So, yeah, you can grab one about nine, ten bucks at your local cigar shop. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Our third member is Crown Royal Black. Royal Black. By Minnie. <laughs> what? <laughs> you remember that, yo, the commercial used to I be? I do. Yeah. Why did it fit with the Crown Royal Black? Because you were doing the commercial. It sounded like you was doing the commercial. I was. I was, was doing my prestige oil thing. That's yeah. part of my thing. It's kind of my thing. I was finishing your commercial. But it's not by Menon. Oh. It's by Tristan Walker and the people at Bevel? Word! Tristan Walker? <laughs> Tristan Walker and the people at Bevel? Oh. Of you course, know, and curly I hair? Was, I was thinking about Tristan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga got sh <laughs> shears? <laughs> nah, man. Hey, shout out DJ Rod, man. Um, mm. He's uh he's doing... um I, I think he's doing Pages on Fridays. Fridays. Yeah. I think he's doing pages on Fridays. Okay. Um, Saturdays, I'm not sure where he's. He might be at a different. Um, I'm not. I gotta. Run, I gotta get the rundown from DJ Rodman Flavor where he's at now because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. there have been some shakeups. I think he might be in the Mo's uh, Mo's and Towson or whatever. 
uh, wherever the most, not Towson, maybe Ricestown? Is it most? What, what, it, what it is? No, there's one in Towson, but it's, I don't, I've been there. I don't think that they're conducive to that crowd. Okay. And when I say that crowd, I mean niggas. niggas. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so, I mean, if you said moles down on um, pr- uh, presidents, you know, that'd be something different. That's huh? Yeah, but I don't. Nah, it ain't the one downtown. It's another one. I don't know. We'll work that we, out, we, man. We, we, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get you all the good information next week, man. scratches, man. Yeah, man. No doubt. And also, shout out to the V-Mix. Uh, check our show out on mm-hmm. WFBR. Uh, AM 1590. 1590. And 11 a.m. 11 noon. 11 noon on Saturday. 11 noon spot. Hey, man. Shout out JS1, the supplier. Hey. BBC Radio. Oh, man. Try to scoop that nigga every week. Right. Trying to. <laughs> shout out to all Jay, man. Looking forward to having you on, man. Absolutely, man. Um, So, it was a wild week, man. It was. I'm bugging out. Because over your shoulders, for some reason, Stars has. Uh, a channel and it just has like black sitcoms on them. Yeah. Like I was raised by like sitcoms. Right. Like, yeah, like man, like days you home from school early, you know what I'm saying? You homesick, you watch like I Love Lucy and Bewitch reruns and uh then, you know, you, you get to the Jeffersons and you get to you know what I mean? All them joints, man. Where? You know what I love about sitcoms? And I mean not even just the black ones. I mean I'm talking about the Sevas and you know, show me that smile, all that. Um, all them joints, man. They always had the very special episode. Okay. For instance, remember when Carlton was taking that speed, yo? No. You remember when Carlton was taking that speed and he was dancing, yo, and he wouldn't stop? Nah. Do you remember? Remember when uh, Jesse... Lisa, Lisa Turtle? Nah, Jesse Spano yeah, was taking... Caffeine. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That was on uh, Saved so by the Bell, right? scared. <laughs> she was taking like caffeine pills. Right, but you yeah. remember... Yo. I remember that. I remember like the dopest special episode to me, I think, was the very special rape episode. Oh. Shout out to Cuz. Uh, shot the the very special rape episode of a different world, yo. When Bruce Leroy tried to get Freddie on that car, yeah, you don't remember that, y'all. I remember so I was getting their ass whipped on there, nigga. Yes, cause um, Dwayne Dwayne Wayne came, Dwayne Wayne came and saved her from the roof of the car. She ran out and scratched him, oh. but the nigga was like, yo, these girls are trip. They always say no. They train to say no, but you just dare to let them off the hook. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Bruce Leroy is out here taking the cakes. Hide <laughs> the wife. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Yo. man. Um, I, I remember when Vanessa went to Baltimore, right, mm-hmm. on, on a, a, a Cosby show. show. She went to a concert in Baltimore, and, and uh, uh, Claire kept making a point of saying, you went all the way to Baltimore. Like she kept saying it like that. I'm like, is my city that evil and disgusting? Like, you know what I mean? Only the most ratchet and most evil Pepsi drinking motherfuckers live in Baltimore. Oh, not Pepsi drinkers. <laughs> That's the worst kind of nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only the most evil niggas drink. Foul ratchet niggas. Damn, you Pepsi drinking motherfuckers. I can't stand your niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Yo, you know what also was a dope episode? There's an episode of the Cosby Show yeah. where um, Theo was ready to fight this nigga. Big mm. football playing looking nigga. Mm-hmm. Because teacher came into class and yo just stuffed a joint in Theo's book. 
And then when Theo came home, he put his backpack on the on the table, or whatever. People's knocked it off, mm-hmm. and Claire found that 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 Uwe. Oh shit! Yeah, Claire, he was ready to fight the enforcer. You fight this nigga named the enforcer over a joint, yo. And they but speaking of joints, word, boss. Four twenty was this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, light up. <laughs> to light up light up flash your light up light up light up boy um niggas niggas is coming to my job yo I'm walking past niggas like oh I hope you don't get pulled over <laughs> I hope you don't get oh look at your little bitty pants I hope you do get pulled over right um yeah I mean there was a lot of niggas out here man it, the worst though yo was the chicks that was out here they walking around on public fried up looking terrible with orange and green hair Drinking Pepsis. The oh, <laughs> wretcheds. Oh man, when I was young, I used to partake in those. Did you ever alternative like, activities? The four. Did you ever do like the four twenty celebration? Um, four twenty was every day. I so I, it was no so at four twenty every day. You were like it's four twenty, nigga. Man, at nine fifteen, eleven twenty seven, seven fifty. You feel me? Like, Ten thirty yeah. two. In my day, it didn't matter. I, yeah, but, um, yeah. So, does that bring us to? It does. To the second. Hashtag ST5. Hashtag shoot the fire. And, nigga, y'all niggas, listen. I love it that y'all be liking my tweets. Y'all need to retweet that, man. And put that hashtag behind that joint, man. Top five smoking grooves songs to blaze that shit to. I'm shooting that little motherfucker, man. <laughs> Shall I? Please. Please do. And number five, and these are my personal ones. Absolutely. I don't smoke anymore, but if I did, yeah. these would be the things that I would smoke too. Yeah. Number five, Wiz Khalifa. The whole Kush and OJ uh, mixtape. Oh. And number four, Outkast. The entire AT Aliens. Boy, it's a, it's a lot of no, 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 no. That's not on there. Like elevators. Not, oh, that is. Yeah. Um, elevators. Um, what's not Wheels of Steel. Ooh, Jazzy Bell. Jazzy Bell. Yeah, yeah shit like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good album. Uh, number three, Rick Ross, Amsterdam. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? No. Gotta get away. That shit. Nah. That should be hard. Okay. Number two, Currency Breakfast. It was produced by um. What's my man name? Uh, Most Def. Most Def? Yeah, from the fact that Most hit it, no lift it, not shaking, no stirred in the presence of those niggas, herbs. Anyway. Okay. All right, number one. Wale featuring Wiz Khalifa and 2 Chains. Rotation. Five blunts in rotation. Five blunts. Yeah, that was my top five. All right, so strangely enough, for a nigga that doesn't smoke currently. Yeah. There are a lot of current records on that um, list. If, 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 if I was smoking. I would. No, I don't smoke now. I can't. I'm trying to get me a government job. I hear that. (laughs) All right, so, um, my number five, I can't wake up. I'm a blunt getting smoked and I can't wake up. I can't rest, yeah. Yes. I'm dreaming about being a blunt. Yeah. (laughs) Um... How to Roll a Blunt. Red Man? Yes, by Red Man. What's that? 
Um, Brown Sugar by D'Angelo. Okay, good one. How High yeah. by Red and Meth. Yeah. And the greatest marijuana song of all time. Mary Jane? By Rick Motherfucker. How the James. fuck did I know it was? One of the baddest motherfuckers you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on now. I should have I should have got that. Absolutely, Zane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greatest wish. Yo, nigga, I That is the greatest weed song ever, yo. I so like Brown Sugar and Mary Jane, I both I knew the words to both of those songs before I knew they were about marijuana. I still I I I just I recently just found out that Brown Sugar was about marijuana. Just recently? Like um 2 minutes ago. What? <laughs> like yeah. What? I didn't know that. You know, so I remember I get how if you love you yeah, it makes sense now. But. Yeah. You have a, But yeah. brown sugar and weed just don't. I used to mess with your sister by the name of Chocolate Tie. Ah, yeah. But brown sugar If you like as a former as a former weed smoker, you don't smoke anything brown. Is that the bomb bomb Z? I've no Is idea that that's me. probably why his fat ass can't make no music. That no, nigga you, you didn't hear D'Angelo in the Vanguard? Yeah, okay, well well anyway. Yeah, don't do that. Oh yeah, we'll argue though. We'll argue over that one. Uh, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you leave that motherfucking narcotics alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he. I think he did. I think. I think he's done. I think he's done with that narcotic. You know? Good shit, man. Yeah, I left that narcotic alone, man. Oh, um. Shit. Oh shit. Yo, Harriet Tubman is about to be on the twenty dollar bill. Yo, don't and the natives. Restless. The memes are funny as fuck, Nigga. especially the stripper one. I haven't seen the stripper one. Oh, what are you talking about? If you put this shit on a strip club floor, it's gonna be staring at a bit soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's so funny about that shit? Okay. They say that, that change ain't gonna happen in 2030. Jeez, I mean, that's really? that never gonna happen then. Yeah. They'll be using credit. And right. You be having chips in your finger. You be like putting the thumb and stuff like on Back to yeah. the Future too. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. But it, it's just dumb. I don't know, niggas. Niggas, you know, social media loses their mind over everything. Yeah. Um, everything is either too good or too bad. There's nothing just good enough. Right, 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 right. Um, except for when someone suffers. Then people are like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Everybody looks a good train wreck, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? I hate, I hate, I hate social media sometimes. So you boy Ben Carson. Oh, that's cool. This nigga says. Clown. Why put her on a 20? Jigaboo. Why not put on a four dollar bill? I thought he said the two. I know, but I wanted to say four because that shit doesn't exist. He would, he would rather that bitch not be on nothing. Yeah, I don't like you people. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uncle, yo, that's the real Uncle Ruckus. Yo, but the only thing is, like Uncle Ruckus was exciting. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus, yo, <laughs> Uncle Ruckus was hilarious. Except white Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo, like, yo, I don't like people keep calling him like dumb. He's not dumb. But is he? Like, No. What's wrong with him then? He's maybe socially all those, inept. Well, maybe all them brain surgeries, he was given a piece of his Outstanding. brain. Nigga, because something ain't right with this nigga. No, he ain't right. But, I, I mean, it's, it's more of like, first of all, he, he's extremely, um, he's extremely smart. Right. I mean, he's a brain surgeon. You know what I mean? He separated Siamese twins and wrote a book about it, nigga. Gifted hands. Right. 
Um, I wrote. I read that when I was a kid. I want to see the play the arena players. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Cutting Kobe, man. He used to be in plays than arena players. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. He'd be there tomorrow when we go out and celebrate old faggot, man. Oh. Oh, 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 brother math. That's what I meant. I meant brother math. We have retired that F word. Yeah, I meant, I meant it. You, you, we're going to start putting $20 in the jar for that shit. Hey, I ain't be at it for and that. We don't say that, and we apologize to any of the. Uh, yeah, I apologize. Anybody that's offended by that. To Kendall, and but happy birthday, shout out Hater Math. Yeah, Hater Math, man. Um, we we probably gonna be partying down at the uh, Grilled Cheese Social. No doubt. Down DC, down DC tomorrow, and uh, cutting Kobe will be there. He used to sure. be on. He used to do the uh, arena players uh, plays and whatnot. Maybe I'll get him to to do a little puff, you know, a little piece pause. Yep. Cannon! <laughs> <laughs> Knew that was coming. Cannons to the left of Cannons. them. Cannons to the right of them. Volley and thunder! Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. You're on to Major League Baseball, man. Oh, man. The A's are still winning there, on. Um, They lost a couple. Yeah. They bounced right back. Um, They won nine games already. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. See, I likes it. So, I do want O's fans to temper their expectations. Absolutely. Um, it's the very beginning of the season. You do need pitching, but if they continue to win in the same percentage that they're winning, if when it comes to the trade deadline, they'll be able to trade somebody for for an arm. Yeah, they'll be able to, like you, like you can get a go ahead and get a starting arm for a team. Let's say the Marlins or somebody start like. Be like being some shit. Mm-hmm. They gonna look to get rid. They got some of the best pitching out there. Uh, Boston might look to get rid of an arm or two. Excuse me. So, yeah, Orioles might be sitting pretty. We, we'll see. It's a long season. We'll just see, man. Yeah, my my tribe, my tribe looks like they're trying to hover around five hundred. No doubt. Um, at this point, I'm I'm good with that. And um, in greater news, the Yanks are in the basement. <laughs> Fuck them. Everybody loves that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, like, fuck them. But you know what? I think now in Baltimore, I mean, we hate the Yankees, but they haven't been winning in so long. Boston is really, like, Baltimore's nemesis. And, um, like, uh, what else? Earl was distracting me with some fatness ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that shit away from me. Outstanding. Uh, but uh, but Boston comes down and makes it like Fenway South. I actually have a guy at my job who's from Massachusetts. And he's like, yeah, Baltimore's Fenway South. And I'm like, man, go fucking kill yourself. But, you know, it's a great it's a great rivalry, man. Fenway South, that's not bad. We are in the NBA playoffs. Oh, my gracious delight. Boys going crazy Excuse out here in these streets. Oh, my oh my, what? Oh, my gracious, oh, my good, great, goodness gracious delight. Goodness gracious delight. delight. Absolutely. That sounds like something that you get at a Asian massage parlor. Let me get the goodness. <laughs> oh, you want good gracious delight? Uh-oh. Oh, okay. That was really fucking repugnant. Repugnant. <laughs> oh, man. Detroit basketball, man. They, they're keeping uh, it close. The games are close. Yeah, not tonight. They got ran through this evening. Um, mm. Cavs went up 3-0. Three, three, three now, the weird part, man, and I think they've gotten to the point where they started feeling defeated. Mm. The first game, son, I, I'm going to just go out. Say they, they, 
they outplayed them niggas truthfully. Mm-hmm. Nigga Reggie Jackson lost his head at the end of the game. Yeah. Braun got a couple interesting calls because he's Braun. Yeah. And that Super game star went calls, certain, yeah. And that, and that game went a certain way. Then the second game, them niggas tried to shoot like they was uh like they was Golden State. They they can't and, win like that though. No, nah, they can't not consistently, no. Yeah. And you're not supposed to be beating Detroit like that. Right. You're not supposed to play number eight and you have to hit a hundred threes to right, beat them right. niggas. They, it was they were eighteen for thirty something. Yeah. Yeah, they, they hit. They, yeah, they, no, they, they they hit twenty threes. They tied a um, playoff record. They were twenty for thirty something. Yeah, they had a whole bunch of threes. Yeah, the way that they won game one is to, to have Kevin Love and Kyrie get off. That's what happened. Have LeBron man. be the third scorer, but yeah. the facilitator. That's how they got to win. That's how they looked tonight, and yeah. it was the most decisive win they've had in the series. Yeah. Um, tonight they looked like the one seed finally. Right. Um. Yeah, my boy's in trouble. Um. Hawks Celtics. Hawks up 2-0. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch any of the games other than ours tonight. I don't know if anybody played tonight except for us. Um, actually, I think Boston won tonight. Yeah, I think they did because I got a text like, what's wrong with the Hawks? Mm. But I didn't see the game, so I can't comment on it. So Yeah, and uh, San Antonio and Memphis, I think, are playing right now as we speak. Okay. But um, Toronto's up 2-0 mm. over the Pacers. It's about right. Yeah, Miami's up 2-0 over the Hornets. Miami up. They balling. Yeah. They without do. Chris, um, without I'm Chris Paul. Not uh, what's the uh, yeah Chris Bosh. So Mister uh, <laughs> Mister Champagne in the campaign. <laughs> Mister Splash. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the finish. I'll leave that right there. Shout out to, <laughs> to Mister C. Randomly, um, word <laughs> the finisher. Wow. <laughs> Where were we? Um, we're gonna go Warriors Rockets now. The Rockets st- pulled one out. They did. Now they also got over at the end of that game. I didn't see what. Yeah, they um, I think there was more time, and they let the clock run crazy or something like that. And then there were a couple weird calls in that fourth. Um, but I mean, we know that uh, like my my kid wore his Steph Curry jersey to mm-hmm. school this morning. Okay. And if he wanted to wear his real Steph Curry jersey, the one he wore last night, it had a tie and a shirt and a suit jacket because he didn't play again. Okay. Um, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, but needless to say, the next game, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that, that's not going to happen. He's, he's coming back. Oh, he'll be suited up for the next I game. I think it's going to be a problem. I think they they don't need to um, allow this. Let's just sweep these guys. They're ty- I think they're really tired. And I think it's going to show later on because they've been playing playoff games. I think I said this in the last podcast. They've been playing playoff games since February trying to break this fucking record. Yeah, I, I really don't think that's the case. I just think, I just think they, I mean, because they've won, they win games every way. Like, it, it wasn't yeah. like they were blowing everybody out. Mm-hmm. Some games they were winning close, and James Harden made a tough shot at the end of the game in regulation. They played good enough to win that game without their main guy. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that, dude. Yeah. I have never seen in my life, been on this earth 35 years, mm-hmm. my five-year-old plays better defense than James Harden, dude. Who in the league? Yo, like, I've never seen that in my life where a nigga, that many old ladies and shit, y'all. Like, this nigga really, yo, yeah. Anyway. Uh, overly aggressive defense. Overly what? That nigga's defense is... It's, it's flower petal soft, nigga. 
Like yo, like like dryer lint soft, nigga. This this nigga's terrible, yo. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Outstanding. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna tell Earl, Lord Earl, he's gonna come see about you again. I don't care. I beat him up. I don't know, son. I beat him up. I don't know. Earl hands. <laughs> all right, yo. He been not approaching about not, not James hands. Harden. Not Earl James. Hands. And he gonna have his James Harden jersey on. Too. That's fine. Yeah, he ain't gonna put them hands. He beat on. down. I don't think he. he ain't even know. How old is it? Seven. How much he weigh? I don't know. Seven. oh boy it's gonna be bad um the clippers oh uh the clippers up on the blazes 2-0 uh spurs up on 2-0 um on on memphis but i think i think memphis is fighting back tonight for some reason from what i'm seeing and then finally uh okc is the um only other team that's given one up that's you know i mean i mean but damn durant and westbrook Shot what a combined seven of eighty thousand. So yeah, something I don't know if that's the right stat, but like something ridiculous. You're not gonna it's get done. that every night. Absolutely not. They don't get that every night. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. Um. So I guess on to the favorite, the uh, the NFL. Yeah. Um. So the draft is a couple of days away. It is. Looking forward to it. So what do you, what do you, what do you have your the Ravens doing with their first round pick? I hope and pray. Mm-hmm. Did they go ahead and draft the boy Laramie Tunsil if he's available? If he's available, so that, so there was a trade. So so now he's got a horrible name, Laramie. Yeah, I hate. I think it. it's country. I hate the name. Tunsil's terrible too. I hate both parts of his name. Both and parts hate, of his name is pretty sickening. I hate his face too. I don't hate, I his, hate his face. His I don't. And his face. I hate his bald head. <laughs> I hate his gums. <laughs> nah, yo, but like. I have no idea what that guy looks like. Um, So, who made the trades? The Browns moved up, right? The um, the Browns traded away. They traded away? Who moved up? Their number two pick to the Eagles. The Rams. The Rams the moved Rams, up. The Rams, I'm sorry. Rams are number one. The yeah. Eagles are number two. Yes. That's probably be quarterbacks. Yes. If you look, if you, you look at all the mocks, we probably can have a good chance of getting Tonsil. Who are these? Are these quarterbacks? I know who number one and two pick. I think Golf. Golf. Jeff Golf. He's when he went to Cal. I've seen him play. He's pretty good. Wentz, I've never seen him play because he went to fucking North Dakota, fucking state. Um, <laughs> listen, you in order to win the NFL, unfortunately, is like, like you have to have. I mean, there there are years that you can point to the Ravens, but they had a great defense. The uh, Tampa Bay year that they won with whoever those three quarterbacks were, but they had a great defense. So there, yeah, years you can point to, but in, but most times, those other than those three or four wins, Super Bowl wins, you have to have a great quarterback. Um, and these teams are reaching. I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, I think so too. I mean, I'm not a scout. I'm not a scout, but you know what I'm saying, like. They want they want that great quarterback to, to to secure their franchise to be a cornerstone in their franchise. Yeah. So I don't blame them for going up and think if they if that's the guy that they want and they think that's their guy, fuck it, go ahead and get him. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, go on. Burn who who, who the Cowboys gonna draft, man? Here's the thing. Four, four. Now everybody's looking um at that running back kid. Um, I can't figure his name right now, but I um, honestly Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Zeke. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks he's gonna pick up Zeke. A, I don't think a running back is worth a number four pick. We don't get a lot of number four picks. Running backs last. They they have some of the shortest shelf lives. Mm-hmm. 
of uh, NFL players. I mean, behind the line we have, and because of our youth movement, they may last a little more. But I don't like a running back at that at that, that spot, especially when we have what Alfred Morris on the roster. Mm-hmm. We still got uh, Yo from the Raiders. I don't. Um, I think Miles Jack might be the guy for them, or maybe even Bosa. You know what I'd really like to see them do? Who's that? Trade it. I like to see him pick up small picks. Pick a bunch of small yeah. picks that 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 role plays or a really really or, or whoever the best pass rusher is is in the draft. What well, they would say Bosa who is, has pedestrian fucking feet or the guy from um the big 65 nigga. Can't think of his name right now. Uh big guy, can't think of his name. Defensive end guy, he's like a, a 3 3 technique type of is guy. He's fast. I mean, he's not slow. Is he Bruce Irvin? No, okay. you know what I'm saying. But I mean, no, he's better. I mean, he has more. He's better foot speed than Bosa. So yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be. I, I, I love watching the draft. I, yeah. I love watching it. I hope the Ravens pick in the first round. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll sit and uh, drink a couple beers and probably watch it this week. Yeah. Um. Another interesting story. Um. Involving teams and picks, man. Uh, brother Josh Norman got paid. Got that bread, folk. Yo. Got that bread, folk. Five years. Mm. Seventy-five million. That's, Seventy-five. That's not the kicker. Oh no, there's more. Fifty fucking million dollars guaranteed. Guarantee. I guarantee. Guarantee. I guarantee. Bread, yo. Yeah. So if you break that down. He's getting ten million a year, really, and then other and other uh, twenty five million is in uh, bonuses and, and shit like that. I think he's gonna earn it because he's gonna see uh, OBJ and Des Bryant twice a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll find out who yeah. he is this year. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause uh, he's, he's gonna have to fight this year. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Well, he, he was in Carolina. Falcons. Yeah, Falcons twice a year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. That's it. Mm. It's a little bit different. Yeah. It's a little hey, bit different. I, I look forward to seeing him him and Odell rematch this shit. Mm. I look forward to that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Two uh, young ladies having it out on the dance floor. This is what it's going to look like. That's fine. Yeah. I just, I'm, I, I, I look, uh, that like makes for great television. Fighting over the biggest dope dealer in that side of town. Pure. So for y'all, <laughs> for people who don't know and some people who aren't really in the sports list to us, shout out everybody who listens to us. Uh, just to get past the sports shit and get to the good shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but these dudes have uh, o- o- Odell Beckham, um, football's gayest man, Mm-mm. and Josh Norman have uh, had it out in the field. And uh, Odell Beckham has done some questionable things, which Josh Norman has called out, and they had it out on the football field. Um, yeah, please turn your phone down. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Uh, moving on to something we all love, UFC. Oh, man. Conor McGregor, man. Is he, so He's retiring now? All right, so him, basically, yo, pause, mm. pause, pause. Dana, Dana White and, and Conor McGregor right now are having a penis measuring contest. Mm. They keep putting their joints on the table and seeing who... So, the, the nigga, he, he basically, uh, Conor McGregor basically was like, look, man. Y'all give me the percentage of bread I want. I want a 50-50 split. 
I'm going to just go ahead and retire. Y'all got UFC 200 coming up. And y'all want to sell this thing like it's WrestleMania 30. Y'all want this to be, you know what I'm saying? Y'all want this to be the biggest, you know what I mean? Biggest deal, the pageantry, blase, blase. Mm-hmm. I want some more money. Right. And Dana was like, Dana White was like, nigga, nobody's bigger than the UFC. Um, no. Okay. I retire. And then Dana White was like, exactly. Here's the thing. <laughs> nigga, they are banking on, first of all. John, John Bone Cocaine Jones coming back, right? They have, He has to. They need him. They need him. Like, they, this is the thing. I think all combat sports, and, and boxing didn't learn this till recently, um, it's, it's great to have a top-tier star. It's great, but you are nothing if you do not build young talent. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You don't build young names, and that's why you've heard like like niggas like Errol Spence who had an incredible nigga. He knocked nigga smooth out this week. Like nigga Earl hand Earl Spence hands is and it's Errol is it's not Earl the same name as mine. So I'm not gassing. Like nigga. Jamaican. We'll talk about we'll talk about gas later, but mm-hmm. um. It's just saying, you know what I mean? They got some good young stars coming up in boxing. You got a Triple G. You got a Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. You got a, a, a Danny Swift Garcia. You know what I'm saying? You you, you have to do Baltimore. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what's the young uh, light-skinned boy? Uh, uh, Javante Davis. Yeah, Javante Davis, who had a nice uh, nice one a couple of weeks ago on uh, on PBC. Um, it's You have to build your young stars mm-hmm. or you're not going to live. And right now they're going to a part where they have a lot of veterans, but the UFC doesn't have a lot of like young up and comers that people are excited about. And people are talking about. Right. And what's going to end up happening to that sport is it's going to look like what niggas said boxing was a couple of years ago. I mean, boxing even has a young up and comer, black, a young, a young up and coming black, black American heavyweight no who can talk trash and beat a nigga tail. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury. I can't wait till you see my nigga. He's gonna put you down. Please understand that. Yeah. Please understand. Deontay Wilder. Yeah, Deontay Wilder is very entertaining. Straight out nigga, of Alabama. And nigga be wearing them um them Eddie Murphy uh raw gloves, yo, <laughs> had a little chick with a man and just talk to the camera, man. Mm-hmm. I like it. I enjoy the kid. I think we're about to see the resurgence of Broner. I hope so. I really do. I think he's gonna get two wins and I think if if Floyd does come back. That'll be a great fight. Not not not. This, it won't no, no, be no. a great listen, fight. Listen, 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 It'll be listen. the best build up ever. That's okay. That's, it won't be a great pugilistic battle in the ring. Okay, no. but but what it would be is that that hype that's going to surround it. I think you're going to see a hype more than Pacquiao Floyd, and that's that's saying something. That's saying a lot because. With Pacquiao Floyd, you got a subdued Floyd. He just came off of doing that time. People wanted to see the fight, but you didn't get the Floyd that you would normally get. That Floyd's gone. That Floyd's gone. I think Adrian you aren't Broner. getting. You aren't getting. Um, you aren't getting uh, Maidana Marquez um, Floyd. You're not getting that guy. He's done. Like the PP man and all them jokes. Yeah, and, and Roger, most, most niggas don't know nothing about boxing, man. 
I think I think nigga don't know nothing. About I think Adrian can bring that out of him though. I don't know, man. Um, I, I think I, I'm looking forward to it. I think Adrian will sell enough fights where Floyd doesn't have to turn it up that much. Mm-hmm. Turn uh, Floyd will get a chance to play the good guy for one time. For once, right? Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. I'm looking. I, forward I hope to it happens. I, I I really hope it happens. Yeah. 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 Sure enough. Yeah. That that that'll be dope, man. Um. Speaking of combat sports, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes again, man. Uh, R.I.P. China. Right, Johnny Lar. Chicken nigga, that was crazy. It was con- well. Let me say this. It was crazy. Not as crazy as Prince, of course. It happened first. But it wasn't as surprising as Prince either. I mean, Sweet Sh- Sh- had gone on mm-hmm. a couple of reality shows. Uh, she put out some pornos. Right. Absolutely re- documented drug issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nigga, mm-hmm. she left rehab. She was shit. in, yeah, she was in the WWE because mm-hmm. WWE Yo, slash WWF. What is it about all these motherfuckers, man? Ultimate Warrior, Russell. Chris Benoit. Uh huh. Um, somebody was Macho Man dead. Macho Man. Did he die of overdose? No, Macho Man died. Heart failure? Driving. Ah. Had a heart attack while he was driving. Steroids. Crashed into a tree. So so is he was is he was steroids related in, uh, deaths or or drug overdoses. Right. And far um, and far Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero's dead? Jeez, yeah, he's been dead a long time. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, a lot of that is wait, Chris Coke. Benoit. Well it's everything is different. Um Chris Benoit, they said when he died, he had the brain of an 85-year-old Alzheimer's patient. I had encephalitis and shit. Because he was he was doing a head he was doing a headbutt mm. or to tap rope every night for 15 years. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A bunch of concussions probably. They said like they were like like there's a big like respect thing That's in like CTE the wrestling. Shit, yeah, right? absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Like there's like a big respect thing in the wrestling locker room. They said you talk to Chris Benoit before he before he got uh before he got he went crazy and killed his family and then himself mm. uh he, he lousy dirtbag, um, and he would start talking to you right and then in the middle of it he just stare up in the space for like minutes on end, mm. um and then come back like nothing happened. See, I, it is a very terrible thing what you did. It's very terrible. It's, it's reprehensible. I can't defend it. Huh? But we had uh, without getting too deep, mm-hmm. that CTE shit is some real shit, man. Mm-hmm. And um, and, and you know, Junior C, I won this self, and you know, what yeah. I'm saying just it's like like that shit really fucks yo. When you well, see that man knocks doing your some head. wild stuff. Bimba was doing wild stuff. He his kid was small, huh? and he had some sort of uh, another disorder. Okay, and he was giving his kids like unnecessary injections because of it. Because he had little man syndrome, mm. and he was passing it on to it was yo Benoit's situation was really really messed up, man. Mm. It was really messed up. Um, yeah, man. But, but I read a book called uh, "Ring of Hell" that yeah. really breaks down things. Yeah, it, it's nuts, man. Um, R.I.P. China, man. Now the Attitude Era in in wrestling is one of the biggest like recognized eras. That's that's the era that gave you Stone Cold, okay. The Rock, Mankind. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This is when everybody was watching. 
So attitude era defined and what years would that be? Like mid late nineties. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And Early two thousands. What defined it though? Alright, so Vince Vince McMahon uh came out and he was like, you know what? My audience, you guys that I'm talking and he did he did this like a promo. He said, mm. You guys are tired of characters. Mm. You know what I mean? You're looking for something a little more honest, a little more real, mm-hmm. something with a little more edge, and he said something with more attitude. Right. Okay. I actually remember that being like a catchphrase kind of type of situation. Okay. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. WWE attitude. Yeah. Attitude, right. Yeah. And and that's why they call it the attitude era. And then I mean you had your DX, you had your you know, Shawn Michael Triple H came and out came mm-hmm. out with the and they had bras pulling their titties out and mm. All kind of wildness, man. And it was just, everything was edgy. And that was their deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would make jokes about a chicken and make cock jokes. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was, it, it, everything was uber edgy. You know what I mean? Overboard, see how far you go. Mm-hmm. Like, one night, Shawn Michaels came out in a pair of boxer briefs with a uh, with a, uh, a towel stout, stuffed down in front of him. And made a whole bunch of penis jokes. <laughs> Yo, it was so funny. I fuck with Shawn Michaels, man. Swing chin music is one of my favorite moves. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Stevie Richards who he stole that move from. Um, uh, <laughs> no, no, no moves are really original. Dude. Nah, 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 nah. The fake yo, the, the full Nelson, you know, the full Nelson. Billy Jack Haynes used to put that on the nigga and slinging the Hercules. Yeah. Anyway, um, R.P. China. R.P. China. She, she, she not only. I mean, she, she not only. Um, was a big deal as far as being a women's wrestler. Uh-huh. She held the hardcore Intercontinental titles, man, and was beating niggas, dudes up, and and um, was like power slamming dudes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So she was one of the most. You know what I mean? They call her the knife wonder of the world, China. Uh-huh. Um, you know, R.I.P. You know what I mean? A lot of people had demons. She came to hers. Um, you know, R.I.P. You know who needs to die? If this is true. Uh-oh. Africa Bambata. Ah. Love the kids in the wrong way. I, I love this. I'm going to steal your line. What's that? Beretta did this. Beretta did this shit. <laughs> Tell the story. So, um, one accuser came out and mm. said that uh, leader of the Zulu Nation, uh, Soul Sonic Force, Africa Bambata, Molested him back in the day. He was like some kind of senator or some sort of councilman or something. He came forward, and then three other gentlemen came forward. Mm-hmm. Now, most people will remember that I definitely, when everything was going on with Bill Cosby, had my reservations mm-hmm. because I understood the fact that if you know, found, you know, in you know, in the court of law, like, if, if niggas have an issue, you know what I mean, or, or they find out, yeah, and then they rule favorably for these people, that they they stand to have a substantial financial gain. Here's the thing with Africa Bambata. You don't. There's nothing to gain from this. Most people don't even know Africa Bambata to keep it a buck. Um, the nigga's not doused in paper. Um, he might got more fans than the average man, but not a little that last me to the end of the week. Mm. But um, nah, yo, I, he did that, and I mean, it's ill 
that is happening and it's ill that is happening to one of like the forefathers. But I mean, I, I think it was an eventuality. I understand that hip hop is absolutely a cross section of the United States. Okay. So you're gonna have a everything. Mm-hmm. You know? So hip hop has its first recognized child molester. And it just happens to be a huge name. Now, I think a lot of like the older niggas are gonna be like, "Well, the white man always want to take this nigga right. from us and this." They want to break down all our heroes, Yo, my yeah. nigga. Check this out. White people probably don't even know Africa Bambaataa. You feel me? Right. Y'all niggas, man. He he did it, man. I'm I'm. This is one of the things, and I hate to be like this, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's guilty of this. How, how, you, how can you be so sure? I'm just I, I don't know the story. I can't, but the rationale for it to be a lie mm-hmm. just doesn't add up. Like, I couldn't... I mean, some people... I mean, people... Uh, they just want to ruin the nigga. Maybe they hate him. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the story. They probably do hate him. Want to know why? Because <laughs> yeah. he had sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I am not laughing at people being molested. I am laughing at my, my co-host's reaction to oh, realizing God. that Beretta absolutely did that bull. Damn, man. Yeah. And if he did, if he did, then he should die in a jail cell. Yep. With as, in an BC party. <laughs> Being <laughs> skewered. Damn. Spit roasted. <laughs> Spit. So, real quick story. Yeah, please. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I'm with my homeboy, and uh, we meet this girl and shit. Uh-oh. And she uh, finds out that he does, he has done in the past pornographic movies. And she says, "Oh, I would love to be in a threesome." And I'm like, "Are you talking about my my name? My uh, mind goes, oh, you want you and a girl and a guy?'" She said, "No, I want two guys." And so she's like, "Yeah." I said, "I said so. Uh, you want to be spit roasted?" <laughs> and she's like, "What does that mean?" I said, "A dick in your mouth and a dick in your coochie." And she's like, "No." I want a dick in my coochie and a dick in my butt. I, my, the conversation for me was over at that point. Yeah. <laughs> now, I was never going to join in anyway. Let's me out. <laughs> but this nigga was like, he was actually intrigued by this bitch. So, yeah. Uh, I had to tell this story because it was just like shocking to hear a woman like really come out and confess this to somebody that they didn't really know. It's Yeah. It anyway, be, it might be easier that way. What's like, that? Uh, just to say, like you're a freakiest, nastiest, like desire to somebody you'll never see again in I, your mind. It's probably easier. I mean, for a woman. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably easier than to say that to like uh, your cousin. Like, oh, Mandy, you're a whore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't. don't think... Okay, I guess it's different for a woman. As a man, like, I'm not telling like no random bitch. That I want to do it to her and her mother at the same time. Just... No, right, 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 right. Nah, that's you not and your mom are so fucking sexy. It's hot, dude. They're hot, you dude, know. You, you guys are you know, really hot. Like, I, I don't know. This that's that's weird. She wants yeah. a dick in her butt. Wow, that's a lot of alcohol. Is it? You pour a shot and then you pour like a double, sh- triple shot in your glass and shit. Nah, I this is like on top of the melted ice and all that. Anyway, so 
Views from the 666. Ah, it is, man. Um, So, funny enough, now, you know, I'm... I'm oh, by the way, that's Drake's album. Yeah, yeah, and everybody knows. If you didn't know. Um, so, uh, I was uh, listening to Noriega's podcast today. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blastmaster KRS was on, which very interesting. Okay. Very entertaining. Go check it out. Why not? Um, well... Check ours out first, and then check it out. Well, if they're—I mean, if they're hearing this, they already are checking us out. So it's dope that you know. I don't mind them checking us out. Very true. After us, um, so go check out Nori. You know what I mean? Uh, Drink Champs is the name of it. Um, these niggas had KRS one on. Had KRS. Had KRS on there drinking. Um, tried to pass a nigga to blunt. It was entertaining. But they asked him about first. They was asking him about that bull crap between him and uh, him and Shan, and um, of course, no one cared. <laughs> right. But he's like, yo, this nigga is bugging. Like after thirty years, he wanted to come back and get it. Right. I was like, I hope so. Good. <laughs> Let me finally kill this nigga. He's you know what I'm saying? Right. And he was like, yo, like he he talked about the whole situation. Talked about how like uh, if crack couldn't kill him. Yeah, <laughs> but he was talking about like how like after he killed him, like it took Illmatic to bring Queensbridge back. Okay. Um, he, you know, he low key was talking some wild like, like some wild stuff. Like the nigga don't take uh, the nigga don't take no planes. Right. And they don't fly no planes. Anything that uh requires water, he takes a cruise. All the way to England. Like I know he. Pref- I know he's big overseas. Yeah. Kent is a boat. Yeah. Dope. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um, but he also was asked about Drake having a ghostwriter. Mm. And he said he didn't mind it. He said How could he? He said he was in a position where he, he said he he looked at it as if you're just looking at it as a writer, right? Um, nah, you, you you that's that's you can't can't claim you can't claim a best level. Yeah, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, I've been saying it. So, but he also said, you know what though? If your man's give you a rhyme and it's dope, mm-hmm. and you aren't afraid to give your man's credit for the rap, right? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, if you have a man that that can write a dope rap, sometimes he can't perform it. Right, right, right. Because the performance of it is 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 one of the biggest parts of being quote unquote an MC. Right. He said, "Hey, nigga, go ahead and spit that. Mm-hmm. I hope somebody write Shan some flames for me." He bought it. He had to bring it back home. He's like, "Yeah, somebody deserves Shan deserves it." Mm. One of these battle rap niggas write something for Shan. And... See, this thing about you—if you are a hip hop person, right? Like, mm-hmm. Especially his backpackers and all that. Yeah. Like, you can't hate on ghostwriting because so many of the pioneers of this shit did not write their own shit. Yeah. I.e., rappers delight. I.e., um, Easy E's. I can't even name the song. Cruising down the street in my uh, Easy E. I mean, I'm just saying, like, like yeah, Easy E's career. So, so that's the he's a pioneer of gangster. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of these motherfuckers ain't write their rhymes, right? You know what I'm saying? If you like Diddy, 
shit. You know, so um, I have no, I don't have no problem with ghostwriting. I don't have no problem with. I mean, I love crisscross jump. Yeah. I mean, JD wrote it. Do I take anything away from the, the song? It was a great song. Yeah. They performed it great. JD couldn't have performed that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I get it, but you're not going to sit here and tell me that Drake is a is is the best or in the top five or top ten or top twenty of any lyricism because he's not writing every single and, and here's the thing because of the Quentin Miller scandal yeah. that, that that's the only win Meek's had in a long time shout out Meek Mill you know what I'm saying like because of that scandal I don't know what was written by Drake and what won't you know what I mean I mean it's easy to me it's easy to kind of decipher what was and what wasn't anything that's like Kanye beats I don't know what Kanye produced and what he did in the G that's like Dr. Dre's beats Nigga, what? It's more. I would say more so Kanye's raps. No, it's some Kanye like. It's more so. I listened Kanye's to Life of Pablo recently, and it's like, damn, did he make is this? Sound like old Kanye, but then you go in there, and it's like produced by somebody else and shit. You know, so it's hard to say. But Kanye doesn't like steal credits. Consequence ain't getting no credit. I'm talking about. I'm talking about producer wise. Producer wise, if somebody else produces the beat, he gives them their credits. And he's and, not until somebody helps him with a beat. Like Diesel helped him with You talking about how like Scott Storch and, and Superfly used to help Dre out. Whatever. That used to be awful. Like Dre What I realized about Dre was that with Dre and I cause I was mad at Dre for having uh, quote unquote ghost producers for a while mm-hmm. until I understood what Dre's greatness was as mm-hmm. a producer. It wasn't in the whiny synths. It wasn't in that West Coast sound. Dre's greatness was in the fact that he could produce a full sound okay. with a record. And also, it, with that complete sound, he gave you a sound that always fit the MC. Now, based on that, on that logic, mm-hmm. Puff Daddy yeah. is a great producer. But see, here's the problem. I mean, based on that logic. Here's the problem. Yeah. Is Puff put out a lot of meh music? Of his own or you talking about shit In he general. Okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his catalog was great when he started. Right. If you had a spark when you started, sometimes you now go. It's like right, right, right. Puff's cool. Mm. I don't like French's music at all. Um so, you know, I I'm not gonna be able to be objective about it. I just no. don't like the guy's music. So. I mean, no doubt. I'm just saying, like, like if you're not programming the MP, if you, I mean, if you don't play your keys, I, I'm with that okay. because everybody can't play keys. Everybody can't tickle the keys, right? Right. But you got at least be. Can you program an MP, my nigga? That's why I like I like production duos or or collab. Uh, uh, what's the, what's the, Cool and Dre. Uh, cool and Dre. Mm-hmm. The Neptunes. Um, what's my man, uh, what's some niggas, um. Heat Makers. Not the Heat Makers, the nine niggas, and they from, like, down south, they did a lot of Rick Ross beats. Oh, man. Not the Runners, but that's another one. Oh. They got, the, the Justice League. Pound by the, pound, the a beat beat by, by the, the pound, pound, Justice League, Dungeon Family. 
The, uh, Rico niggas, Wade and them, yeah. Rico Wade. Who the niggas that they puffing them beats? Um, Hitman. Hitman. You know what I'm saying? Like, D-Dot, Angela. D-Dot. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Stevie J ass nigga. J. Easy Mo B. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so. Kanye West. <laughs> so anyway, but I'm saying like, like if you have a collective and y'all work, you know, 808 Mafia, whoever. You know what I mean? You, you got a collective of motherfuckers. That's, that's one thing. But if you to say, because Kanye would say, I'm a genius, right? And you're not even fucking... What are you doing? What part of this beat did you make, Kanye? You let a nigga play some keys and say, oh, I like that, keep that, right? <laughs> a nigga play the drum and you say, oh, I like that, keep that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't really... You, you know, you make an executive... you like a coach. you making decisions, but you ain't doing... You ain't <laughs> talented, <K>. right? You <laughs> talent, man. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's whatever. It's like... We really got away from Drake. We did. <laughs> we did. But look at the Drake album drop. Views for Six is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing. Like, it, I think he's at a very, very. I think he needs a classic dang there. Oh. Like, I ne- I think he needs a record to say, um, I'm good at rapping. He ain't got it. You don't think so? He's dropped a couple of tracks off of that album. Okay. Uh, I heard one that was like, this is. Yeah, it was basura, dog. It was it was garbage. See, I have I don't think I've heard anything. He dropped so so looking for rent. Oh, summer six summer sixteens on there. That was hard. Then he did the joint with Kanye and Jay. But then on that same day, he dropped another uh, uh, record that wasn't that good. Really? See, yeah. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I don't know um, what it's called, but it wasn't that good. But I I think he's in need. Like he has to have Drake needs a good showing here. Yeah. Because he had a scandal. Um he, 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 he won a battle. Um He won a battle. But I think he's at a point where he needs to show and prove. Like yeah. you have to you have to tell these niggas where you from and who you are and nigga you bugging if you ever doubted what I did. Like I think he needs to pull back out backpack and Drake. I'ma tell you why. Because Backpacker Drake makes the best girl records. You make a great girl record. If you can make two consecutive girl records mm-hmm. that are hits yeah. as a Drake, album would be seen as fire. Mm-hmm. Especially like two consecutive like hot, hot singles. Mm-hmm. Girl, I mean, it's almost summertime. It's perfect. So... Uh, those two records, whatever. We'll see. We'll see. We'll absolutely see. It'll leak before it comes out. Um, I'll, I'll have the the bootleg um when it comes out. <laughs> but you buy records though. Oh, absolutely buy records. You gonna buy it? Absolutely. If it's good. If it's good. Oh, okay, if it's good. If it's good, yes. Then you 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 know I buy records. So today was the first time. Yeah. I went to a Best Buy today. All right. I actually went to two Best Buys today. Hey. Went to one of Orange Mills. Yeah. They said they didn't have it. All right. Go to security. They have 11 copies. Okay. They go to security. I'm in there like a half an hour. The guy's like, we can't find it. So I just, I mean, firstly, the, first of all, I remember a time. Yeah. We went to Best Buy. Yeah. First, say security, half of the store is, you can't even see behind. It's like a shelving and this, you can't see behind it. There's nothing over there. I remember half that store was Fucking CDs. Half of Best Buy was CDs. Yeah. I mean, they had appliances and all that shit and TVs and shit. 
I'm talking about half of that 100,000 square feet was fucking CDs. Yeah. Now there's a section that's like as big as the base. Three, like, three aisles. Three aisles. So I'm it's looking. all together. So I'm looking. And there's no rhyme or reason to how they fucking. It's like, this shit ain't in order. Yeah. So basically, Royster 5-9 dropped a drunk called Layers. Yes. I'm looking forward. And I'm like, eventually I got smart. I said, maybe they're saying 5-9 is his last name. <laughs> and it like where Tupac is at the end. I basically just had to scan every fucking shelf until I found it. And oh. then, you look at the packaging, it yeah. looks like a fucking maxi single. Yeah. It does. <laughs> like, it does. It's a lot of cardboard, no plastic. There's no plastic, no no, no pause, hard plastic and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so um, yeah, shout out Best Buy, bring back the CD. Yeah, so, yeah. so, this week, it's the return of the Rotund Review. The return of the Rotund Say that five times fast. The return of the Rotund Review. The return of the you return of you, you didn't say fast. The return of the, I got, I've been drinking and I gotta catch my breath and I'm fat, nigga. You gotta give me some sort of concession. I can't just run through a whole lot of syllables nigga, and what not. What you know breathe. about concession, nigga? Only concession you know is hot dogs. Hey, nigga. Can't be honest, nigga. Uh, I'm sorry. Huh? Huh? What? What you say? Concession. Stand. What? Are you gonna make some concession? What the fuck is you talking about, nigga? I'm fat. I gotta. I gotta breathe. Okay, the only concession you know <laughs> is the hot dog stand at Candy Muffin. You gotta help me out, brother. I can't. I, I gotta breathe sometimes. <laughs> Let that bitch breathe. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to review this Royster 5-9. All right, so, so to set this up, man, I think this has been one of the best rollouts in recent memory. Um, Royce went on uh he's done Vlad um he's come out but he hasn't done anything ratchet everything's been about like I'm clean mm-hmm. I haven't been I've been sober for like I think maybe two years now for sure uh now the first time I seen Royce live it was uh with Slaughterhouse during the first album run at Rock the Bells Royce came he was the first nigga that came out on stage he had a bottle of Patron. Right. And and nigga, he didn't drink it. I can only describe it as Royce popped the ribbon, took the cork out of a bottle of Patron, and just poured it down his mouth. Wow. Yeah, that is the only but remember, way to But describe you know what, though? I said, when you told that story before, I said, pause. You're like, why is that possible? I'm like, because he's. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Like the nigga just, this nigga just took the whole bottle of Patron and just ah, just poured it down. I'm like, nigga, die you gonna drink Patron? Right. So, I'm already bugged out by that, but but he was still dope. But now that he's sober, this nigga, and I'll pause this. His pen game is incredible right now. Word. This nigga is writing himself out of the gym, like. He is way better than Royce. This is the best Royce we've ever seen. Where? Yeah, this is better than the prime Royce. Mm. Which isn't that long ago. Um, but I'm, I, it just... If you sit down and listen to this, first of all, um, I listened to the majority of this album for the first time while I was sitting down in a tattoo chair. Right. And the nigga just... He he doesn't just he's gonna give you lyricism. Okay. He's a bars guy, always will be. Um, he went after Drake saying that 
you know, if you ain't writing every single one of your rhymes, you can't be considered blah, blah, blah. But this nigga came out with what I have to say. I mean, it's early in the year. We've only have a, we're only a quarter in. Yeah. Easily at least the best lyrical album produced this year. And so far, in, in my humble, not so humble opinion, the best album I've heard so far this whole entire Word. year. Word. Absolutely, man. Um, I think not only is it a dope display of lyricism, but this nigga put it together in a way where it doesn't feel like it's a long time listening to this album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, everybody talks about classics being short. This nigga has 17 joints. 17 joints, two skits. Um, actually, I'm sorry, three skits. But, I mean, just the, the Tabernacle. Right. It's the lead single, man. If you get a chance to see the video... It's it's one of the more emotional records that I've ever heard from Royce, and just one of the really open and honest joints. Mm. But he's just man, I'm just so impressed with the record. Um, I think it moves well. Um, it's it's executive produced uh, awesomely. It the 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 all the bars are dope. Mm-hmm. The songs are great. Um, this is as close to a five mic album as I've heard in a long Damn. time. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, so for the for the for the guy that's so I, I joke, I joke, I joke about saying that I don't buy music, and I joke, why well, I ain't joking about that? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out Seneca. Hey, <laughs> when I said that shit, you just saw his face like this nigga don't buy music. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, no, look, I, 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 I joke about um, not loving real hip hop or whatever because I do have a more eclectic view. Than some niggas have and shit. Like I like I like it all. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I, I'm not I'm not limiting myself to to one genre of hip hop because I like a lot of it. Uh-huh. Um, so somebody from that from that cloth from that ilk. Um, I, I listened to it. I love Tabernacle. Yes, that's great. Um, there's something else I've heard off of there that I we, we already listened to before uh-huh. that I liked. Um, yeah. I only got as far as maybe track nine, maybe eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um. And I like what I heard. Um, and I'm not trying to be the contrarian because that's not my role. That's for Carville to do. Shout out, hate hate Carville. I hate a math. Angry Carville. I hate a math. Angry Carville. Angry Carville. Carville. I'm not trying to play the role of contrarian, but it, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. I'm not gonna give it one of the best things I heard in 2016. I can't do that. Um, but it was, it was it was pretty good. If if I had to give it on a scale of one to twenty. I give it a thirteen or fourteen, but you haven't finished. But I have not finished, and to be fair, um, it got a higher score to pimp, to, than the Pimple Butterfly. Uh, hmm. <laughs> That's twenty fifteen, which, which actually was was uh, in Best Buy. I should have bought it. Should have. No, but no, I, 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 I'll um, try to give it a little bit more of listening, um, and uh, we'll see where it is. But if, what from what I heard, it was okay. You know what I'm saying? It was okay. <laughs> It was okay. He who is not impressed with anything that isn't Sean Corey Carter. It's not. It's not. No, no, no. Don't no. It's not, not true. First of all, why not? Wale to me is the is becoming the best. Slowly but surely becoming the best rapper. So don't do that. Um, and I like I'm sorry, Sean Corey Carter and whatever African name. Adelawale Atankamen. K 
King Tut, that nigga name after For Lauren. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it is like Atin he's, oh. he's Nigerian but um it's like it's like Atin overrated Tatin get the fuck out <laughs> get the fuck out of here yo let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you we was talking about this shit at lunch today nigga like yeah yo J. Cole J. Cole my man Marcus shout out Marcus uh, J. Cole J. Cole J. Cole and I'm like yo J. Cole Cole is boring you know what I'm saying but Wale, lyrically, of all these new niggas, nobody's fucking with Wale. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga was like, well, nigga said, his, his argument was, well, Kendrick got something to say. I said, niggas got something to say. Kendrick just is supposed to be so pro-black. But can't nobody tell me what Kendrick is saying? Like, when I ask the nigga... Kendrick tells a lot of, of uh, let me tell you what he's saying. He tells a lot of hood stories. He tells a lot of, like, personal... Like first person stories, but from what a nigga deals with day to day. Right now, I, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Right, but everybody telling me how Kendrick is so pro black and so, so nobody can tell me how 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 is he pro black? I don't get it. Like like because you can tell me a hood story. Like no, D- no, no. Dmx can tell me a hood. I'll story. tell you why. Is because now he's successful, right? Uh-huh. But he's also like. So unapologetically who he is. Like, he has no, like, you know how you have a guy who will say almost anything in front of people, but he'll censor certain things in front of, like, if he's around his, like, white co-workers? Shit, me? Hell right. yeah, that sure do. And then you have a nigga that will say anything no, not that guy. in front of the white co-workers? All right. Kendrick says anything. Kendrick is the guy that you be like, yo, you had to chill out. Like, he, because he'll tell you, he'll tell every story in front of the white people and say you, and dare the white people to really react to it. And, and as a matter of fact, he says, you niggas better get on this train or you're going to be considered a racist. And so his pro-blackness doesn't come from being like, fuck the power. His pro-blackness comes from, I am who I am. Yeah. And I won't apologize for it. And I command respect Beyonce for Beyonce does that, so, I mean, come on. But nobody... Lately, <laughs> with one song. She, I mean, she does. Lately with one song. But, but she, Lately but with she one gets song. destroyed for that, right? Right? By white people. No, by us. I don't listen to Ooh, white people. No, 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 no. Stop that. Like, I'm talking about... These, it's a lot of Beyonce hate, right? But but the people... You know, seriously, I, seriously. My, my nigga, the people that, like, that are like that are going to destroy Beyonce... No matter what, right? No matter what. All right, this is my thing with Kendrick, yo. Okay. And I'm going to preface this with saying I have not sat with To Pimp a Butterfly on one title at all. Okay. Let's keep it straight. A couple songs. Yeah, man. <clears throat> um, I'm not even going to talk about the gimmicky shit. Like, you can't. Like just because a nigga, it's like the it's the Nas effect. It's the Nas effect. You don't really know what he's saying, so it has to be tough. All right, yo. No, 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 no. Right, no, 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 no because because you, I'm gonna tell you because you just said you just said something silly. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Did. It's a lot of niggas out here that don't know. It's just the same with battle rap, and we'll get into the, the, the battle. We'll talk about that in a second, but I, that but, which I agree with. Listen, but. What I'm, what I'm saying, okay. Nas is just a great example. Is not. I, listen. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that it's a lot of people out there who are jumping the gun on a bar because they're expecting a good bar. 
There's a lot of people out there, especially and especially with Nas. Like, this nigga is tough. Tell me what he said right there. A lot of niggas can't do that. That's why I always challenge you with give me a line. Because what you want, you want to catch capture a moment. What I always say about Nas. Give me a 16 then. That what what I that's what I'm saying. What I about Nas is, and this is what I always say. And I say. wasn't finished, but all right. What I say about Nas is, Nas has always been the greatest songwriter and storyteller that we've Shut ever Shut the fuck heard. up, yo. We had, yo. Shut up, yo. Ghostface Killer is the best storyteller. He's got an argument for it. No, nigga, he is the best storyteller. He's got an argument for it. The best songwriter? The best songwriter. There is not a better songwriter. I, 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 I don't. My fir, the first thing that comes to mind ain't Nas. It's not Nas. That's cool, but. It's Jay Z. No. He is the great hit. He's, he's the greatest hit. He maker. makes great songs. He makes the, He's the big, biggest hit maker. If you're talking about a song that has one thought throughout and the hook matches that thought, Jay Z might be the best. Jay Right, but I'm not talking about it. When I talk about a songwriter, right. you're talking about content. You're talking about feel of the record. You're talking about when you talk about it. But see, feel is feel is subjective. Feel is feel feels per person. Exactly. So you can't you can't you can't include that. You can't include Why feel not? because I feel I feel future albums, right? More than I might feel a Nas album. Right. So feel is not fair. You I mean not fair when you it's not equitable. You can't you can't. It's niggas out here that love Tech Nine, nigga. Why is absolutely? Tech, you see what I'm saying? like. I think we both can say I respect Tech, tech Nine. I yeah. respect yeah, Tech Nine. Yo, tech Nine. Yo, tech Nine okay, tech, let me give you some other wild Sage the Gemini. It's niggas that fit. can't you fuck with Sage the Gemini. No, you don't. You don't. You don't know, you know he is. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Records. like, yeah, you know, she, she gonna shake it like a red nose. Oh yeah, I heard that before. Yeah, that nigga. So that. <laughs> no disrespect, Sage. <laughs> Complete disrespect. I, but Jordan Sparks tastes like chocolate. But anyway, um. I don't even know what happened just now. He, he used to date Jordan's box. I'm just being, I'm just being a dickhead. But um, but um, but um, what I'm saying, like you can't say feel. I mean, you can say feel, but it's subjective to each person. That, everything is subjective. No, everything's not subjective. No, 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 no. What? Tell me what is subjective. Let me say. Let me say. Lyricism is not subjective. It is. No, nigga, it's not. It is. Nigga, listen. Lyricism is absolutely. We know what's a bad lyricist. Right? Everything is subjective. No. We, Everything no, 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 stop it. You know what a bad lyricist yeah, sounds like. Everything is subjective. You know what a bad lyricist sounds like. Is Future a great lyricist? Nope. Not in my opinion. Is Jay-Z a good lyricist? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Is, is the Migos good lyricist? Probably not. Is Nas a good lyricist? One of the best. Everybody, under the sound of my voice, beloved. I know the sound of my voice today. Knows what a good lyricist is when a bad lyricist Every is. time a nigga call you beloved, you don't think you feeling like he trying your manhood? I, you know what? Champ. Champ gets on my nerves. <laughs> Whenever a nigga calls me champ, I feel like the truth. Just because you don't like DC niggas. No, no, no. My cousin called me champ, man. This is a border. I said, bitch. I'm thinking to myself, bitch, I'll beat you up. <laughs> I remember I used to beat you up. No, but no. <laughs> like, you little bitch. What you mean champ? I just feel so, it's so, um, it's so like, What's the word? Uh, like you dismissive. Look at, this is like, yeah, champ. That's yeah, what's champ. Up. You got it. You got it, brother. Fuck you, mean nigga. Right, you got it. You know, but anyway, um, 
I love my no, I love DC niggas. Absolutely. Um, You're a liar. No, no, seriously. Like when I went to college, all that DC Baltimore shit went out the window. Like I got like real niggas that I would like do something for my DC people straight up. Not like like that. I'm talking about like put hands on somebody. <laughs> I mean, I kind of think that we're at a point where we're we're always at odds over Jay and Nas, or Nas and Ghost, or Nas and anybody. And the illest part is, is Nas is 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 two or three people down on my list of top most things, um, other than albums mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. But um, as far as whatever, it, it really doesn't matter as much to our points tonight. So I'm just gonna completely transition to our final point, which was the battle of the week. Battle of the week. Yo, the battle of the week, and, and I, 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 I say battle loosely. Yeah. Gun titles, mm-hmm. Tay Rock and Sue Surf. Right. Versus the better part of the NWX, K Shine and Brother DNA. Yep. What'd you think? <laughs> I got pissed off, yo. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about gun gun titles first. All right. And even Surf seemed to be pissed off. Like, nigga, just rap. Yes. So Tay Rock's thing. Tay Rock's nice. But Tay Rock's thing is to stop. And he does this. He goes. Asking it. He, he goes this. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, he goes a punchline. Like, nigga. He's like an old man sneezing. Like, <laughs> yo. <coughs> excuse me. Like, yo, just rap. Yeah. It was pissing me off. I'm like, yeah. I'm at my computer at work. I'm working. <laughs> well, I'm working from home, whatever. All right. And I'm working. And I'm like, my daughter's like, what you saying? I'm like, I'm like, just fucking rap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm getting pissed. So they, they did. They they were good when you could hear them rapping. But a lot of times they just kept stopping, stopping, stopping. Um. K-Shine and DNA. It was too much. So, they they came out actually kind of slow to uh-huh. me. To me, They usually do. Um, but I, I feel like I don't know if K... Like, I, don't, I didn't know the Rock and K-Shine had no no trouble. Oh, yeah. So, so for, It's a lot of smoke over, first of all, all over that Dot Mob stuff. Well, let's tell let's, yeah. everybody who don't know. So for, for, for y'all who haven't seen the battle, yeah, check it out. Um, gun gun titles versus uh, uh, NWX. They had to stop the battle because they there were two altercations. Yeah, like it's, it's almost like out well, of frustration. It's almost like let's, out of frustration. Let's, let's, like let's give it a buck though. All right, so let me let me tell you what gas is. Oh that oh nigga. All right. Let me tell you what gas is. Yeah. Gas is where. Uh, Shout a out fam- Chris to Margiela where. Yes. Yo, gas is a point in a battle mm-hmm. where the crowd is so much a fan right. of whoever said rapper is, is that they cheer more than they should. They react more than they should because they're really, really into um, whoever look, the battle rapper is. They're in the punchline hit. Right. Now, I was, last night... I was, you know, you know how like Facebook has that live feature now. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting on my fucking nerves too. So Marv One, uh, from Detroit, mm-hmm. was on last night, 
And I was like, oh, let me see what this nigga's talking about. So he was taking questions. So I decided to ask the nigga, what's the difference between the URL crowd and the KOTD crowd? Mm. And he says something that really struck me. You, you asked that question? Yes. Oh, cool. He says, a KOTD crowd doesn't know who's supposed to win before the battle. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's to me, spoke volumes because mm. your real crowds have already decided well, who should win. Who's going to win mm. and who's going to react. Like, here's the thing. These niggas want to be the first nigga to react to every punchline. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, them niggas will go as far as to react early Thinking they, they got the punchline before everybody else, right. but it ain't no punchline. Like they had a um, it was it was a subtitle. They called it a, a, a gun title. You know what I'm saying? And they reacted to the original line right. before they subtitled it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you niggas is trash. Like, yo, first of all, Smack crowds is trash. They trash, yo. Mm. Them crowds is dumb. Them crowds are 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 just not. They don't. Those crowds are fluff. Them crowds ain't about nothing. They don't really care about the culture, yo. Them niggas, you, a lot of niggas in battle rap like to talk about culture vultures. Mm -hmm. Niggas in a smack crowd are the culture vultures. Mm -hmm. These are the niggas that like to react and they want to take over the show and they want to be part of the show and be really the show by determining who is reacted to by who they want to win. Mm -hmm. And that is a classic case of what we got. Now, let's keep it a buck. NWX got outwrapped. Oh, yeah. In this. They got outwrapped. From what we heard. Right. Right. The right. thing is, is in my opinion, you got one full round from both sides. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you got a full gassed second from gun titles. Right? Mm -hmm. But it was good. They had a lot of the little wrestling joints and they went far with it and they had some joints. Right. And then you got another couple seconds of a second round from NWX. Right. And then the internet says, oh my gosh, there's no chance them niggas is coming back from that. Mm. They were getting slaughtered. But them I, niggas, you don't know, yo. That was not. Let's. I'm gonna call this, um, a no decision. I, I, I I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that because, it, like I said, I was thoroughly pissed. Yeah. Like nigga, not only y'all gonna fight, you barely rapped. Here's the sucker part about it, right? The part that niggas bugged out about and. And, and when they said that, uh, uh, somebody said that, that uh, the, uh, the Tay Rock was Dot Mob. Mm -hmm. Or, right, but he, they, was then he said he, was a, he claimed Zip Him Up at a time. Right. I never did that. I never did that. And that turned into something. Then niggas pulled the footage out where nigga Tay Rock ended his round, Zip Him Up. Mm. So not only was he bugging falsely, but the nigga messed the battle up over some bull crap. Right. It wasn't legit. So, yeah. 
here, the, the, here's the thing, and and I got into an argument with 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 hater math. Happy birthday, not no more. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? It's twenty third now, right? But nah, brother, this was an inconclusive battle, right? And there I, wasn't enough to I, decide. You know what I mean? What was going on? I agree, yo. Like it was very inconclusive and. I would like so they advertise something called unfinished business. Do you think that they'll be on the cards? Probably. Okay. Yeah, probably. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do, yeah. man? Today's show was brought to you by Hey, the hairs on my balls. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'm gonna ride with it. I'm gonna ride with it. You got it. I'm sorry. Yeah, we need to put a couple dollars. Hey, in the hey look, yo, shout out, shout out, all of the loyal listeners, man. Yeah, uh, man. Shout out Jerome hey. from my job. Yeah. Uh, shout out my man Chris from my job. Brother man. Steve. Brother Steve. Sister Kelly. Cousin Dane. Cousin Dane. Cousin John. Mister uh, Homeboy Lavar. Brother Lavar. Lavar. Um. Brother Jason, Lavelle's uh, cousin. JS1. JS1. Cousin Kev, man. Carville, bitch ass, Angry man. Angry Carville. Angry Carville, man. Shout out everybody. Like, I, I know I'm missing some people, man. Yeah, no doubt. Black Sports uh, 980. Yes, sir. Laws. Mm, Raw, Laws. Man, not flavor. Lars. Laws. 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 Because Lars would be weird. Not Lars. <laughs> uh, shout out V from the V Mix and Drop a Jewel. Uh, drop a Jewel. Uh, Rod Mad Flavor, man. Man, and shout out all the people we've interviewed so far, man. Man, it's been crazy, man. Um, shout out for niggas that's coming through. Now, listen, what we're doing now, um, and, and we've gotten to the point where we've been able to put interviews on top. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll put one interview yeah. out every week. But, but listen, I mean, we've done a good amount of interviews. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, uh, Chris Red Dot Red Diller. Dot. He's very funny. Um, had a lot to say, man. He had a very uh, compelling story. Very a good. Very, uh, story. Stories just, man, he touched you. That, that man, when he was sitting in the church with the hoodie, it was yeah. it was real. Like, right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? It, you you, you got to listen to this stuff, man. People people definitely owe a lot of stuff, you know what I mean, to tell you guys. And, 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 and we're here just to entertain you, man. Yeah. You, you know, niggas go through a lot of bull crap a week. Y'all getting the best stories from us, straight up. Man. Straight up. Hey, man. If Birdman was here, mm. he'd have bought them 17 niggas and still did the interview. Hey, nigga. <laughs> and nigga tell the nigga Birdman, put some respect on my name. Nigga. Put some respect on my name when you hit A. He need respect. Say my name, put some respect on that. He need respect himself and stop putting them tattoos on his face. Nigga, but I, what I will tell you is, <laughs> is if you get, yo, he got murdered by Charlemagne, by the way. Mm. Charlemagne after, killed after that. After that? Man. No. Before that. During, he got killed by Charlemagne. How so? The nigga was like, some, some tough guy, tough guy, tough guy. Charlemagne said, Did you ask Rick Ross and Trick Daddy what their problem was? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> did, you, did you pull up on them? Here's my problem with the whole Birdman shit, yo. What happened to that boy? He said on the radio and on camera. I kiss Wayne in the mouth. He didn't, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> he said, I could have pulled up on you elsewhere. Right? He said, I could have pulled up on you elsewhere. 
but that wasn't gangster, right? That would have been gangster. No. What he said that would have been gangster. No, he was saying no. He wanted to look him in his face or something. Yeah. So that's my thing, yo. If you really wanted to do something, to that old man, uh huh, you, you don't come to the radio station where you know you can be on camera. Right. Must got an album dropping. Yep. Shut up. But uh, shout out Marcus. But um, but like, uh oh, you should you should have pulled up on that nigga, wherever you gonna pull up on him on, and then you fuck your entourage. You a gangster? Shoot that five. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's my opinion. You can get at me at fatboy underscore diz on uh, Instagram. Yep. Fatboy underscore diz on that Snapchat me Ooh. that pussy. Uh-oh. Dizzy from B-More on your Twitter box. Mm. You get it. Us. Oh, all your ways Buffy needs at Where's Buffy.com. Where, hey. where can they find you, bastard? Um, nah, I know my daddy. Um. <laughs> Yo, fam, 79 on your social network Pause. of choice. Really? Yeah, because your daddy could be named like Ernesto. It'll be your true daddy. <laughs> the nigga you be meeting at the hotel. Reach God. <laughs> Is that a reach? That's a reach. All right, whatever. That's going to be <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's good, though. Like, I, I respect that. You, I don't care if it's a reach. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, that's Come good. On. Nah, on, man. Fam 79 on your social media choice, man. Um, except for Facebook. We can reach me at Earl D. Wilkerson. Um, get at me. Uh, argue with me because I have a lot of passionate points. Check out the Where's Buffy, uh, Where's Buffy podcast response group. Are we are we coming out with more shirts? Because I've been asked about shirts. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna re up on the black shirts one last time. Yeah, okay. One last time for the black shirts. We're gonna do it up. Mm. Um, whoever buys it buys it. You know what I mean? If he if he buys, he buys. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Then we're gonna try to venture out into some maybe some uh colors or other designs. Uh, we probably try to come up with like a, a Snapchat me that thing fat boy underscore this shirt oh, maybe yeah. an outstanding ilfam 79 shirt yeah. um yeah I mean we'll, we'll, we'll figure out what we're gonna do next white shirt with the black and uh oh uh oh uh oh he, he ready for the yeah yeah he ready for the summer nigga ready for the summer, for the summer. Oh, all summer summer's team yes yeah. sir <laughs> yeah. yeah alright my nigga we gonna y'all leave y'all with this um if you niggas like another podcast better than us. Mm-hmm. Do better with your life. And if you can't do that, kill yourself. I'll leave you with this. I want to be a lover. Mm. Base in the space means peace. See you later. I want to be your lover. Why, you ruined it for me. I did. On <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga. Peace. Your mother.